The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, get out your scorecards and your pencils. Today's lineup has been changed. Stepping in for Priebus will be Kelly. For Priebus, Kelly. Okay, happy Saturday. <laughs> uh, Michael Pelka on Pure Pelka kicking off a of Blaze Radio Network Saturday morning. I uh, br- Silence your phones, everybody. I always have to tell myself that because if I don't, invariably, my phone will ring and someone will be offering to extend the warranty on a car I no longer own. And that's typically what happens. And then it rings, and, and then one of you says, why don't you turn your phone off? Which I do get that message. So, hello, welcome to Saturday. You made it. Thank God, in spite of the Koreans lobbing missiles our way, in spite of the Iranians attempting to lob rockets into the sky, it's, it's Saturday, and we're all here. <clears throat> Now, Reitz is on vacation. Actually, he is on vacation. We'll, we'll get into that. But it really doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Uh, because your life, yes, part of it matters. I know I'm not, trying to, uh, I'm not trying to diminish what happened this week. I'm not trying to sort of negate what happened this week. I'm just trying to say there are things more important Things closer to home. Things that, that mean more to you and to me. So uh, we will deal with those things today. We will deal with them. And we'll get into some of the politics. And, and if you're up early, there's some of you on the West Coast who were part of the early morning tweet storm this morning. If you're in that uh, Pacific time zone and you want to get up and join the conversation, or if you're in the East Coast where we are, dealing with a lot of rain in the, the last 24 hours and the next 24 hours. It's going to be a mess. Uh, you can ring 888 uh, 900 Just a Saturday that I think, um, well, let's put it this way. If you're frustrated with the week, if you're exhausted with all the politics and, and the hooting and hollering, we're just a week away from Sharknado 5. Let's, let's understand. Let's put everything in perspective. As, as Shark Week wraps up, Sharknado 5 is just a week away. And next Friday on the uh, midday show here on the Blaze Radio Network, immediately following that Glenn Beck guy, You'll be able to uh, hear from the writer of Sharknado 5. So that's going to be a good thing. I hope. We'll see. Uh, I've had friends who are, have been in the various Sharknado films. I have not. But they're a lot of fun and they're a great distraction. We're also, we're also going to get another visit from Mighty John, the, the record guy, who has... Some August tips on how to find gold in vinyl, which really is important. I was watching, I was watching a segment today on one of the news channels, 
and they're all every one of the major news channels is doing pretty much the same thing. Not I'm not just talking about the headlines, but they're going out and they're finding people. John and Anita six pack did not vote Republican for the past three elections, and yet they voted for Donald Trump. Let's see how they're feeling now. And in most cases, the people who switched parties to vote for Donald Trump are still in the wait-and-see mode. In most cases, those people who took a chance on Donald Trump, and I find this fascinating, they're not instantly going, well, it's been six months and my life isn't better. They're actually saying, it's been six months, give him a chance. And I wonder if the rest of the GOP shouldn't do the same and come to the table and have a discussion. But that seems to be a, a wise idea based on what the people in the flyover states and the people who changed their votes. People who would have voted for Hillary, but for the fact she's a crook and, and all twisted. And people, people who took a chance on Trump aren't abandoning him so quickly. And I think that's interesting. And now with this latest change, with Priebus out, joining, what, five other people? Flynn, Comey, Dubkey, the other comms director, Spicer, and uh, what's her name? Um, they, they are, we're now at uh, six, six people out. And if you look at what's going on, Donald Trump is shaping his, his administration and his inner circle in the West Wing to his style of management. Now, I don't agree with Scaramucci. I think Scaramucci's a, uh, an, an unvarnished and inappropriate spokesman. He's not the guy I would put up to represent me, but Donald Trump sees something in him. We talked about that last week. And I believe, though, that uh, the removal of, the resignation of, the forcing out of Reince Priebus and replacing him with General Kelly, boy, I think that's a good thing. I think that's a really good thing. Why? Because General Kelly, you get to be a general because you know how to keep order. And if there's one thing the White House has not had in, in the staff end, it's order. Now, here's the other issue that will be resolved pretty soon, I'm guessing. When... And we talked about this from day one on this show. Reince Priebus and Stephen K. Bannon were both on an equal level. Do you remember that? When they both came in, Priebus was announced as chief of staff and uh, Bannon was announced as uh, chief advisor. You can't have two chiefs. You can't. There are two steering wheels on the car. So those two have been at odds. Those two, and, and from what I understand from people I know inside the White House, there have been different pockets of power, different camps that have their own little agendas and, and minions, and they set their agendas and then get the ear of the president. Dangerous thing. Chaos erupts. You need to have that funnel that directs it all down into the president through one source. Priebus apparently was not capable of breaking the bond, breaking the pipeline from Donald Trump and uh, Bannon. 
And so you have different voices going into the president. And there probably was one with Ivanka and one with Jared and one with Don Jr. Because the president is so close to his family. Now, let's hope. Let's hope General Kelly has the ability to go in and say, Mr. President, if we're going to do this, here's what we really need to do. I'm the chief of staff. It's got to come from me to you if we're going to make this thing work. Now, I don't think Donald Trump's worked that way ever in his life. And it's going to be really hard to change him. But I think it's worth giving Kelly a shot. I think it's worth giving the general a chance. And let us hope, let us hope that they can get some sort of order restored. Because it really needs to happen. If we're going to get uh, tax tax reform, if we're going to get a tax break, which eh, right now I'm betting no. It looks like Wall Street's still betting yes, though, doesn't it? If we're going to get that done, we need stability. Someone's got to right the ship. Someone's got to steady it and keep the rudder locked in and not just adrift. So, General Kelly, God bless you, sir. I hope you can get it done. I hope so. Now, um, totally off topic, and I I have some other weird stories to get to today. Totally off topic, but I, I need help. Yeah, I know. Yes, you're all saying yes. Of course you do, Mike. Yes, you need help. No, I, I need um, I need tips. And I've done I've searched all the DIY websites, and I, I actually went to um, I went to the hardware store, not to the big box store. I went to the hardware store, and I talked to the guy because the kitchen sink is all jammed up. My kitchen sink, our kitchen sink started slowing down the other day and um, it's got a garbage disposal. So you can't pour any of that liquid drain cleaner in there and you can't really get a, one of those uh, mini snakes in there. But it started, it started clogging up. So I did what's worked in the past. I poured uh, boiling hot water down the sink. And I even put a little bit of vinegar in there or a bunch of vinegar in there. And it worked for about a day. And then yesterday, my kitchen, kitchen sink has totally clogged. It's totally clogged. And when you go to use the dishwasher, guess where that drains into the same pipe, the drain pipe for the drain. And it backs up into the sink. So now I have this full sink of dirty dishwater. And I've been kind of bailing it out and trying to use uh, some sort of super, super plunger that they also instructed me to get (laughs) at the hardware store. But they said there's nothing I can pour down there in a way of a drain cleaner. So short of of taking the pipes apart, does anybody out there in the vast and unpaid resource department, anybody, anybody have an idea of how to unclog this kitchen drain that has a garbage disposal on it. I'm going to need some help today. So if, if you have an idea, 888-900-3393, or I'll, I'll tweet out the dilemma, the question, and maybe you can, you can help me. Maybe you can join me and say, look, dummy, here's what you do. I, I, I'm kind of against filling the house with chemical fumes. And also, since it's Saturday, 
and it's raining, if I have to call a plumber today, it's going to be a bloody fortune. And, you know, we're trying to be smart. We're trying to be like those people who voted for Trump after years of voting for Democrats, and they're just wanting to be able to get a good job and take care of their family and be smart about spending money. So help me out. Anybody got an idea? How do we fix this? Uh, how do we unclog a clogged kitchen drain that's got a garbage disposal? Help, please. Michael Pelka on the Puro Pelka. Join the conversation. Solve the problem. 888-900-3393-888-900-3393. When we get back, J.K. Rowling, you know, uh, the Harry Potter lady. I'm uh, involved in a little Twitter battle with her. And I want you to uh, understand what's going on. I'll explain next on Pure Opelka. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Your Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, 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 yeah. North Korea fired another intercontinental ballistic missile. Yeah, yes, yes. The Iranians are up to something. We shot some flares over an Iranian boat this morning. Yeah, all that's going on. But my drain is clogged, damn it. My drain, my kitchen sink is clogged. And I, I've tried... I've tried boiling water. I've tried vinegar. I've plunged the hell out of it till I probably have plunge elbow or something. So help me, people. Help me out. Greg in California, good morning. How are you, sir? Good. Hey, this is your truck driver buddy out here. Hey, oh, good, 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 first, good. Yeah, you're, you're, see, yeah, first you're things first, were you able to see the movie Schlock? I have not seen Schlock yet. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I got, you got to get I got that. a little wrapped up, but thank you. I'm, I'm, you know what? You'll thank me and hate me at the same time. Okay, I'm, I'm adding it again to the to-do list. All right. Now, is your kitchen sink, is it on an outside wall? Yes, it is. Okay, you probably have a clean-out on the outside of the wall. It's like a little, it looks like a little round plug with a square nut on it. Well, see, I bet... Because it's over a crawl space. I bet, no, I don't have anything on the outside wall because the out, outside wall goes to uh, my patio. Okay, well, you probably have a clean out somewhere. If not, up under the sink, you can disconnect the PVC where it goes into the wall. And then they make this little bladder thing. It fits on the end of a garden hose. Okay? It's yeah. black. It's about six inches long. You put it on the end of a garden hose have a little itty bitty hole in the end of it and you stick that into that hole you turn on your garden hose and the bladder expands so it seals up the pipe and it shoots all that water pressure straight through the pipe i'm i'm seeing a disaster i'm seeing something out of titanic i no 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 I've it see- works fantastic i'm not a plumber but a good plumber friend of mine who's licensed and bonded and everything else he told me about it I had the same problem. I had a buildup of grease in my pipes. I got this thing. I stuck it in the 
in that little cut, um, clean out. I turned on my garden hose, let it run for about five minutes, pulled it out, and it's been running great ever since. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate so, this. Yeah, so just ask your um, hardware guys for a hose and bladder to clean out a pipe clog, and they'll know what it is. A hose and bladder to clean out a pipe clog. Okay, that's, that's yeah, and they should healthy. be able to tell you how to use it. If it doesn't, I can't remember if it says on the back of the package or not. But it takes very minimal removal of stuff under your sink to be able to do it if you don't have a clean-out. If you have a clean-out, you just un undo this, the plug and you drop it down in there and turn on the hose. Let it run you for know, about five minutes and it just flushes everything out. We just did this kitchen five, six years ago. Just really had mm -hmm. it redone five, six years ago. So I'm betting there's probably one of these clean-out valves in the... Uh, in the substructure there underneath the sink it, it, it's code you have to have one it's required by code so there has to be one in there somewhere okay well, i'm going to be generally gonna be, it's right on the outside of the wall right underneath the sink i love it i love it now greg down let's get down to business you're out you're out you're greg's one of our trucker friends we have so many great listeners who are trucker friends who are out there uh bringing us what we need every day um, where are you so far in this presidency? Are you, are you, do you still have hope or do you, where, where do you stand? I still have hope, but I'm losing it quickly. Every time they do one of these supposedly, supposed votes, I lose a little bit more of it because, you know, it's like the crap McCain pulled today with voting no, you yeah. know, and then after giving that big speech that he gave about bringing everything forward. I just want him to refill the thing, get it back to market strategy, and make it so that it up. That what's so difficult to understand about insurance? We have auto insurance. Why can't it operate exactly like auto insurance? It's a good point. It's a really good point. Now, I it, mean, we it, understand. We have home insurance. We have auto. We have life. We have all of this different kind of insurance. What makes health insurance any different? And my only. My only concern about that is I think if we point towards that, the government will say, you know, we need to get involved in that, too. We need to be we need to be providing that insurance as well. That's a that's an area we're not regulating. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, good, good point. Just what we need is for them to, you know, socialize our home insurance and auto. Yeah, it, it might be coming. In, in, I've got like 30 seconds. What's the one thing, if we can't get health care, what's the one thing you need to make your life better going forward? Tax cuts. God bless you. Let's, let's hope. Let's hope we can. Let's let them know that we need those tax cuts. That, that'll put money in our pockets, which will end up in the economy, which will buy stuff, create more jobs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Greg, uh, thank you for being there. Uh, I'm going to look into this one. Anyone else wants to join the conversation and help me clear my drain? 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. There's so much more to talk about. I didn't even get to J.K. Rowling, but I'm, I'm mad at her and we're having a little bit of a fight. We'll talk about that and other stuff next on Pure Opelka.
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Opelka with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. It's a Saturday morning on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, d- download this show after it's done. There's usually an Easter egg afterwards that has uh, something special that you might be able to snag. Last week, we did a, a little bit of collection of goodies that I picked up at the Freedom Fest and also... One of those kind of exclusive, one-of-a-kind T-shirts from our pal Ernesto, Nerdnesto on Twitter, at Nerdnesto. And I believe Ernesto is going to be joining us this morning. He's got some big news, very big news. He's excited. And I'm excited, too, which is, uh, which is good. I'm also trying to deal with this problem I have in our kitchen where the sink... The drain is clogged. I've tried a couple of, uh, you know, hot water, vinegar solutions, but it's got a garbage disposal, so I can't get to it. Uh, Greg from California wants me to get a hose and bladder clean-out kit, which uh, sounds like something I would get at a um, at a colon rectal <laughs> doctor's office. But uh, a few of you called in, apparently, and didn't want to be on the phone. Is Martin running around the studio, Dallas? Yeah, I am. Okay. Hey, Martin. Good morning. First of all, thanks for being there. I know it's very early in Dallas. Um, some of these people didn't want to be on the air, but they had ideas. So what, what, let's hear what you got. Okay. So I got one person that called in and he said that um, using a liquid enzyme digester is uh, safe. He said that he uses it all the time. He's got plumbing companies that call him and and ask him for his help, and he says that he gives that advice out, and it's safe. It's not a chemical or anything, and um, I think he says he uses it to clear out hair out of his drain. Liquid enzyme digester. Again, sounds like something I would get at the doctor's <laughs> office, doesn't it? He said you can get it at any, like, janitor store or anything. True value. Okay, true value is my, my local hardware shop, so liquid enzyme digester. I'm putting that under Greg's. Hose and bladder <laughs> clean out. Uh, anyone else? Uh, someone else uh, called and suggested that you just uh, pull the trap and you clean the trap. Pull and clean the trap. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll have to look, look into that. And, w- and we also had one more. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna you're gonna like this one, but uh, what? He he just just straight up called you lazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I don't know if I'm lazy because I did spend I spent like two hours last night bailing out and then trying to trying to do the uh, the, uh, the the plunging thing. And I went to the hardware store and had a, a deep and serious talk with the hardware store guy who gave me uh, this funky brush to put down there. But you can't get through the disposal. So it's not like I wouldn't spend the time. I'm just terrified Look, I can do electricity, I can do painting, I can do basic construction <laughs> stuff, but water, water scares the hell out of me. He said, uh, water, if you screw up water, 
and your house is suddenly full and that creates all kinds of problems. If you want an example of what a little water can do, what a tiny stream of water can do, look at the Grand Canyon. That was carved by one little tiny river, the whole Grand Canyon. So people, I'm, I'm not lazy, I'm just respectful of water. But thank you, Martin. Tell, and if somebody calls to tell me I'm lazy, and what, didn't you say his wife? Yeah, did, he, did, uh, he said that, uh, he, he knew that you might hate him for it, but he said that you were lazy, you didn't want to get your hands dirty, and uh, that his wife was able to clean their drain in uh, 10 minutes. First of all, next time somebody calls and wants to shame me like that, beg them to come on the air. Okay. Absolutely beg them. Offer them something. You know, and, uh, you know, Mike, just to interject real quick, you should be glad that they just called you lazy and not cheap. Well, I'm, bo I'm cheap. I'm not lazy. Well, no, I, I, I thought cheap. you were being, you know, um, frugal, not cheap. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm trying to be the DIY guy, which is why I, I Googled it and tried to find it on the internets. But I, I, didn't, I didn't get there. So, um, and, and first of all, Mr. Guy that says I'm lazy and, and then says, my wife did it. How come your wife is cleaning the drain and you're not doing it? I know I'm, I'm uh, uh, stereotyping roles here, but I would think that this would be one of, the, one of the man tasks, you know, like taking out the garbage. This is a man task. So don't tell me that I'm lazy because your wife does it when you're not doing it yourself. I double dog dare you to call up and challenge me. Rob, uh, you were doing some research during the break. Did you have any other um, any other solutions? Yes, actually. Um, actually, to circle back to Martin's uh, collar with the uh, liquid enzyme digester stuff that you can pick up at uh, your local uh, doctor, uh, you can also go to True Value since you mentioned that that is your store, and there's a great product uh, called Zep Drain Care. Zep. Yes, and apparently uh, a little 18-ounce uh, jar of it costs you eight ninety nine, and uh, gives you up to 40 treatments. And that's exactly what that stuff is. It's a liquid enzyme. But, but what about the disposal? Will it go through the disposal and eat? See, that, that, you know, they don't have that listed on here in terms of if it's, uh, you know, uh, disposal safe. If only safe. somebody made a a liquid enzyme or some kind of liquid drain cleaner that could get through that garbage disposal and get down there and save me the hassle of taking the pipes apart, which it looks like I'm going to have to oh, do. Oh, no. See, actually, you're in luck because there's this company uh, that makes this product called Drano, and they mm. actually offer a, a Drano product uh, called Dual Force Foamer Clog Remover. Now, du that's wait. a mouthful. Du dual Force foamer clog removal exactly yes <laughs> <laughs> say that three times fast i dare you but apparently in three steps it takes care of it all you got to do is just grab yourself a plunger so there's just three steps huh okay i oh, thank you all this i will uh i will attempt this i will effort this i might even periscope this if there's going to be something interesting so we will we will see what we can do on this Oh, I can't thank you all. This is very good. This is very, I've, I've got my entire Saturday plan now, especially on a Saturday when it's going to just rain all day long. But hopefully, with any luck, we'll have a clean drain and be back in business. Because, uh, you know, 
I don't like going outside with the hose to clean the pots and pans after dinner. It's, it's no fun. And the neighbors can see, and they're mad. They're pointing at me. Michael Pelka on the, the Blaze Radio Network. We're, we're solving my problems, but we're also solving the world's problems. Something happened this week at the White House before, before the health care stuff went down. I don't know if you noticed it. Uh, Donald Trump stood in front of a group of people who were uh, hurt, injured, aggrieved by, uh, by Obamacare. Their entire worlds were a mess because of Obamacare. You had families who did not get the, um, the appropriate kind of support and care, kind of like the way we deal with our veterans in the VA. But the president had these families gathered in the White House to try and make a statement. And some of the families had uh, a lot of kids, and one of the families had a small child who was in a wheelchair, and they had uh, varying degrees of issues with Obamacare, not just cost, but the, the lack of care that Obamacare was giving. And the president used these folks as a backdrop for his appeal to try and get the, the, the Senate to get its, its butt in gear and get something passed. And the interesting thing was yesterday, yesterday, a, a person with 11 million Twitter followers decided to make Donald Trump an issue and Donald Trump and how he handled that press event an issue. The, the way this came about was that um, J.K. Rowling, the lady behind the Harry Potter series, saw the apparently saw what was going on and and thought oh my god look at what that that bad man did look at that horrible man and i was like wait a minute what 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 are you talking about here jk rowling what she did was pointed out that at the end of the press conference she said donald trump not only once but twice refused refused to shake the hand of a boy in a wheelchair. And I'm like, wait a minute. I watched that whole event. I watched it from before it started to the end, as they had the cameras, they had the static cameras on the White House, and they had all the people lined up. And I saw the president walk into the room, even. He walked into the room, and before he stepped up to the podium, the president of the United States stopped and he touched the elbow of an adult who was, who was there. And then he instantly and said, you know, probably hello, welcome to the white house. Thank you for being here. Whatever you say, he touched the elbow of, of uh, the gentleman. Oh, you know what? I think it was Tom price, the guy who uh, the secretary of health and human services and the very first person he stopped and addressed and actually got bent down to get face to face with was the small boy in the wheelchair. The president walked into the White House, tapped Tom Price on the arm, said, thanks for being here. Thanks. We're going to get this done. And then whatever he said for a second, then he immediately, immediately bent down to address the small boy in the wheelchair, giving him FaceTime. J.K. Rowling, 
11.4 million followers took exception to what happened at the end of this press conference as the president turned and left. And yes, the small child was, had his hand in the air. The president did not stiff the small child in the wheelchair. But J.K. Rowling, J.K. Rowling could not handle it. J.K. Rowling talked about the, quote, monster of narcissism, values only himself and his pale reflections, the disabled minorities, transgender people, the poor woman, unless related to him by ties of blood, and therefore his creations, are treated with contempt because they do not resemble Trump. No! No, that's not true, madam. Now, in her attack on Donald Trump, over the series of about six different tweets, she received, I believe it's close to 30,000 retweets. Might even be more than 30,000 retweets. I have pointed out to her the error of her ways in a series of tweets addressing each one of her tweets. Let's hope J.K. Rowling has the character to stand up and say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. I doubt it. I'm not holding my breath. But at least all of us should let her know. If you want to retweet what I tweeted, maybe that'll help us get the message out. Michael Pelka and Puro Pelka. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. I cannot believe how many of you are engaged this morning and trying to help out. Even Daniel in South Carolina, one of my favorite states, even the guy who called me lazy is joining the conversation this morning. Daniel, welcome to the program. Good morning, Mike. Uh, it's Lucky Daniels. Lucky's my first name. Daniels is my last name. Oh, cool. <laughs> Lucky Daniels. Hey, Lucky. And uh, Hey, Mike. Is that on your driver's license? No, actually, I I was named Lucky at birth because I almost died. Uh, My my actual name is Clifton Lee Daniels Jr. But how wonderful that that that's been with you since birth. Good for you. That's cool. um, uh, By the way, lazy was the wrong word. I kind of apologize for that. But uh, uh, let me tell you, when you um, you what you do, uh, the reason I did that. I mean, my wife did that. I was in the hospital having uh, spinal fusion surgery. Ooh. And I had I had done it before, and uh, so I told her what to do. But uh, she just got the water out of the sink, opened the doors underneath the sink, below your garbage disposal, your drain pipe, and it goes down and comes back up in a U, and yeah. it goes out. At each end of that uh, that U, there is it's a bolt that screws it on and off. You put your pot up under there, to catch any little bit of water in it, unscrew those and take that U drain pipe out, clean it out, and put it back up in there. And, take, right. and tighten, tighten two screws. Because that U sometimes serves, it's not supposed to, but it gets, it gets clogged, and the water can't go back up out of that U. Yeah, I, I'm guessing that's probably where it is. Probably a little grease block or something. 
Uh, you know, my wife has a tendency to cut roses and uh, the leaves will fall down and that always creates a little bit of a clog because they don't break up as easy. <laughs> so uh, I'll get on that. But Daniel or Lucky, thank you for uh, thank you for being out there. Thank you for being so kind and thoughtful on this. And I hope you and your wife are doing well. I'm about to hit a uh, top of the hour break. And uh, so I appreciate you being there. Thank you, sir. Uh, Grayson and Mark, hang on. I'm going to get to you guys, too. I, I got to talk to Grayson in Arizona because he's got the scoop on the liquid enzyme thing. Maybe I'll do a combination of solutions. And we'll get back to uh, the news of the week and the news of the day right after the news. So come on back. Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.